We talking about practice. This is the hottest sports show that's not a sports show. Let's have a conversation. What up, world? Welcome to Talking About Practice. I'm your host, the Almighty Murs. I got my man's Jay in the building. Here. We got a lot going on this next couple of days, man, especially with, with basketball and hockey. Both game fives. And for the Heat, this might be it. Unfortunately, man. This might be it, man. Every finals, I just want a competitive series. Yeah. And I think this might be a game five. And, and like, there's like Caesars has no respect for the Miami Heat. I really do know what it is. It's minus nine. Nuggets are favored by nine points. Uh, I get it. It's a home game in Denver. And it's like, you're going to win, right? Like, you, you should be, you should like put the Heat. Down. You should win. Yeah, you should win. But like, you know, and they've been winning by more, but in double digits when they do beat when the Heat. When they do win, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the over-under is kind of crazy, though, two, 208, 208 and a half. Um, I think it's been going under. Oh, really? I, yeah, I actually don't really know, but I believe it's been going under. Mm. So. But that means the over is due. Yeah, the over is due. But uh, yeah, man, what do you think? For game five, I'm, I know we just said it. We think that, like, obviously, I'm going for the Heat. Me too. Like, I want the Heat to win. Me too. But, uh, like, from the beginning, I always thought, like, okay, well, he have uh, coach advantage and coach Spo, and I, of course, I like as much as I like to watch uh, Jimmy Butler play, and I like to see how he turns up um, on these in the fourth quarter. They're just out matched yeah. not even in like a talent standpoint because it's kind of hard to determine with how deep uh, both teams can be yeah but in just in size like and i think we're seeing the x factor uh coming out now like in that we tend to see every finals like who's that one guy who's like not like the role player necessarily but like who who of the role players is like stepping up the most and it's aaron gordon yeah 100 percent taking advantage of whoever starts on him he's just getting to the paint getting to the bucket uh oops Whatever, and he's just bullying whoever's on him. I, I've watched him in the pick and pop game, just like Jokic hitting the three. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is not Aaron Gordon's game. And what's been pissing me off as like a person who's going for the Heat uh, is I've and you really have you can't do anything about this, but there's times where Aaron Gordon has the best matchup in the world. And he has like Gabe Vincent guarding him. Yeah. Or he has like Max Struess guarding him. Yeah. He's, I was just about to say, he's single handedly like taken both of them out of their offensive game just by how dominant he is over them, too. Yeah. Size wise. Like, size wise. Pretty much it. And uh, like I remember watching his, um, his like high school hoop mixtape days, and I'm like, damn, this guy could fucking fly. Yeah. And I think with how the Heat want to disrupt uh games and the flow of games by going into zone he's a bad matchup for zone because you just put him in a dunker spot mm -hmm. you got the dump off from the elbow uh drive he'll uh find his way in cutting to the middle like he's the most dangerous yeah like you said he's the x factor and then also when you got when they do go in that zone and then you got someone like Jokic, who's a a, a phenomenal passer right oh man um i think they had him like minus 20,000 to have the most assists or lead the, lead the finals in assists. 
which I don't think he is, but that's just that's just how great of a passer he is, right? First 30-20-10 game in the finals. Yeah, exactly. And he could he could play the low post. He can go to the pinch post. You could put him at the top of the key on the zone. Uh, and what the Heat have to do is the, the Nuggets are comfortable in the zone offense now because they're cutting. And I don't think the Heat are able to adjust to that or they need to adjust to that and start jamming the cutters, yeah. put a body on somebody, touch somebody. Um, got to get real physical. You got to get physical, man. You got to get scrappy. And but, but but when you play against the Nuggets and they have size, like yeah. um, MPJ, like that dude is, he's big too. He's a, he's big too, and I guess in the first four games they were successful in shutting him out a little bit. Yeah. So I guess that's a, a W for the Heat there. I think because they are so big, pause. <laughs> the Heat need to get in transition more. Yeah. They need to be faster. Uh, probably Duncan Robinson needs to like. I don't know what it is, but like after halftime, it's he, it's like in his head, like okay, I gotta, I'm gonna take it to the rack. Yeah, but he needs to kind of start off that way. He needs to because the way that they've been guarding Duncan Robinson in the pick and roll, because uh, usually Duncan will get his his shots off on like a dribble handoff screen or like a, a pick and roll screen. So I'm getting him downhill. Right, but they're 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 playing him over the top because they know he's going to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. So they're either going to get a, a, a hand on the ball or he's going to have to shoot funny coming from the right side because yeah. he's always going to the left. Uh. Yeah, that I think he should. I was thinking the same thing. Actually, he needs to go to the rack. Um, and both teams actually play the pick and roll pretty well. Obviously, when you got like Jamal Murray and and Jokic, their chemistry is insane when it comes to the oh, pick. Probably and roll. the best duo right now. Yeah, and it's really hard to stop that. Like, I think they should maybe get desperate and and double team on, on or trap on the screens Ooh. because Jokic is popping out. Then you can move the help side over, or if he does roll to the basket, the help side has to 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 go in. Because if they do dump it off into the low post, you could take a charge, uh, or some Bam could be there right away. Yeah, I I know. Okay, let me back up a, a little bit. Bam to start off the series, I've been really impressed. Uh, he's really impressed me with yeah. uh, his play because I was worried that he was going to be a little too small in comparison, and. He's kind of like been banging it out in the paint. But I found in the last two games that Ryokic has kind of been having like some mismatches. There's been a lot of like mouse in the house. So, All the time. Yeah. So if they do come through with like trapping off the, what do you say? Trapping off the screen? Yeah, trapping off the screen. Like I, they might just dump it to him and he's just going to be like clear to the rack because whoever's on him is just small. Well, when you, when you do take a gamble like that, you... There's two things that you can do. One, well, one, you have, to, it, you have to go on the help side. But you can anticipate the pass and get a steal. Right. Or you take a charge. Okay, because he has to look at the ball when he comes in. Mm-hmm. And you got to get right underneath him and take a charge. Like on the turnaround? Yeah. As soon as he turns, boom, you take that charge. Um, That's a Kyle Lowry move right there. Yeah, exactly. He might be the guy to do it. Who knows? But... um. It's going to be hard to stop the pick and roll or the pick and pop with mm-hmm. Jokic. But they need to. If they want a chance to win tomorrow or tonight, it's going to air tonight. Uh, but uh, they, need to, they need to stop it. Yeah. And uh, I know you have the numbers up, but the, like we saw in game two, it's like you need a combination for, for, this, for this series to extend. You need a combination of the Heat to 
have a phenomenal game and the Nuggets to just kind of be off their game. Yeah. I know that sounds like a little bit obvious, but like that's kind of how they won game two uh, yeah. or got that, that lead in game two. Uh, pretty much they just need to shoot better. They have a ton of shooters. And like we said earlier, like Struess and Vincent haven't really been shooting the ball. Yeah, they have to step up, man. Um, and Caleb Martin. Oh, and Caleb Martin. Those three guys, in my opinion, have to step up. Uh, I was I was at the gym and I was watching, or they it was maybe around before game one or after game one, and they put a stat up. I think it was before game one. Uh, the Heat were the number one three point shooting team in the postseason. Crazy. Before they went to the finals, they were shooting close to fifty percent, and um, that's a big part of their game. Like you mentioned earlier. Uh, I looked at the shooting percentages uh, for the first four games or the last four games in the finals. When they did win, um, and I got it all mixed up here, but when they did win, they shot 48.6%. Unreal. Yeah. But if they shoot in under 40%, they're going to lose. And if you look at the scores, they're like, they're low scoring games. So they're just going to have to outscore the Denver Nuggets, which is, oh, duh, that's how you win games. Yeah. But you legit have to outscore them. But, like, you'll, there's stretches you watch, and you're like, wow, he can't get a bucket, and, and the Nuggets have so many ways to score. Yeah. So, and that's they usually why, score off transition because if the Heat shoot a three, Denver gets a, a it's rebound. A board, yep. You know, you notice when, when Jokic gets a rebound, he always does that fake pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he like loves that fake pass. Yeah, it's like a, a pickup game. But they just they just move the ball well in yeah. transition, and the Heat need to play faster. I, I yeah, I think so. I think they need to be pretty much up and down the court. Where's Tyler Hero? He's hurt. He still has that still? hand injury, and I just saw that he's going to be ruled out for Game Five. Dude, I thought he was going to come back like Game Two. Yeah, I thought he was going to be back. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, even if he did come back, you can't give him his normal minutes. Right. So got to ease him into the some game shit. flow. But in my opinion, like if he was able to come back in game five, it's like fuck it, man. Like we need to try something new. Disrupt it. Like even if we start off like that. Yeah. I and saw, see how Denver reacts. I saw the um the post game interview with Spo and he's yeah. just like, We're just focusing focusing on trying to get this back to Miami, get it back to the three oh five. Yeah. So to me, that's like a, a signal for like they're just gonna throw out every strategy this yeah. game. You need to. You need to, yeah. Just kitchen sink game. Like yeah. obviously it's uh, one more game for the Nuggets, and but every strategy I just want to see it get uh, executed. Yeah, it it has to, like you said, everything has to go according to plan. Uh, they have to execute, and they got to hit shots. Um, I wrote down some some notes here. These are my what I think are the keys for the Heat to winning Game Five. Uh, mo- most of it I already said, but the supporting cast needs to step up. Gabe Vincent, uh, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, Max Drews. Max Drews is only averaging four points a game. Been playing ass. Just play Kevin Love over him, honestly. Yeah, like he, at least Kevin Love will be a body that, you know, they'll have to play slightly different. But Max Drews, Max Strews, bro, I went to the playing game when they played Chicago, and this dude dumped off like 10 threes in the first half or some wild shit like yeah. that. And he needs, to, he needs to start knocking down threes. And it's not even like we need these people to play out of their mind like of course that'd be great and that uh can solidify a win when someone plays out their mind but if you just play to your percentages like bro you just 
such a big help by just doing that. What's that? Do you know what the average uh, NBA game like uh, threes threes made is like the percentages? Um, I want to like, say it's close. around like high thirties. Yeah, I want to say it's either mid or high thirties. Yeah, this man's on like three for twenty or something. Like yeah, that. and if you're if you're sh- actually if you're shooting like mid thirties, you're you're pretty much an average three point shooter. Yeah, but like as a team though, it should be around like it's yes, yeah, like in the thirty percent range, the thirty percentile range. But those guys got to step up. There's no way around it. Yeah. Um, and 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 Jimmy needs to play more aggressive. Yeah, I have a I have an unfortunate thought about this. Jimmy's our guy. Yeah. Probably the most fun player to watch so far in the postseason. Maybe like up there with Jokic. But he might have burned himself out. And he does this. Like he did it last last time he was in the finals with the Lakers. Yeah, where the, his infamous meme came out. Where yeah. he's just resting on the side. Yeah. Not resting, but he's exhausted. Yeah, he was like, yo. And, and he hasn't even got close to playing. Well, what is it, 48 minutes in a whole game? He's, he played, I think he's I, like 40 or 41. I checked for, last game, 45. Oh, he had 45? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's other people on the squad, like 18, 12. Yeah. Zeller has four. Like, Zeller got, like... <laughs> Zell, yo, okay, where's my camera? Zeller got the wingspan of, like, me, bro. Yeah. He's, like, he got, like, a 5'8 wingspan, bro. Dude aged, like, 15 years in five years, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But Jimmy needs to play more aggressive. Uh, I think he only had, like, 13 points... In the last game, yeah. Do you think he? It's gonna come out, and he's injured. Like, there's gonna be news that he's injured because he kind of is playing aggressive, but he kind of like clanks it sometimes too. Yeah, he's um like like he shoot and like the turnovers like in crucial parts of the game. Yeah, like he'll uncharacteristically he's already pulling up for more threes, which I think is a great strategy versus yeah. the regular season because they're like, damn, this guy doesn't normally shoot threes, but he comes in, pulls it, great. But the last few I've seen just go like line drive to the back of the rim, high up in the air, and that's it for the possession. Yeah. And I stand corrected. He actually had 25 points last game. Um, My bad, y'all. The the way I was looking at the stats, it was backwards. So I was looking at game one. It'd be like that. But um, he, and here's here's one thing I wanted to bring up too. Yes, everyone's going to be like, you need to do more. He's the star player, right? Especially when you lose. It's always mm-hmm. like, oh, he's got to do more. But mm-hmm. having 25 points and 7-7 seven and seven is like, that's a good fucking game. It's a really good game. Yeah. You know it might not be like is? LeBron superstar status, but that's a good game. Like, these are the numbers, and, and this is why it makes a good game. Because when it comes to, one, the playoffs where you're playing people in a seven-game series, and then make, now it's the finals, people are planning to take away your first, second, third option yeah. that you personally have on you. So you got to bring up, bring out like a fourth weapon somehow. And so to combat that, like, that's why it's so important for the role players to come in. Yeah. And Max Struess had zero points last game, bro. So bad. And then Gabe Vincent only had two. So it's like those two guys could legit change the outcome of games if they knock down shots. Bro, put up like solid 12 points. Exactly. Get some fouls. This is, what, this is also get what I thought. Get to the free throw line. Yeah, get to the free throw line. Yeah. This is also what I thought before the series started to, uh, if they could somehow get Jokic out the game, which they did last game, by the way, is get him in foul trouble. Yeah. Attack him. He's a big man. This is not a, this is not a new strategy. Uh, try to get him in foul trouble. He sat for like five minutes in the fourth quarter last game, yeah. and they still didn't even win the, the, 
those minutes. Nah, they they were minus one. Yeah, they almost they had a run, but that motherfucking Jamal Murray, dude, Jamal Murray's fucking hard. He's so bro. nice, and I've been saying this since that he since they got knocked out in that playoffs. I want to say was it during the pandemic or the year before? Uh, I think I want to say it was bubble pan. Bu- or was it the year before? Year? Or or the one or the year before where he was battling with Mitchell? Yeah, and against Utah. Yeah, and the uh, yeah that that was like um. Because he got hurt the following year. Oh, that's right. But it showed um, light into like how great of a player Jamal Murray is about to be, or how, that he is already. Yeah, and one thing I really like about him is like when it's like a big moment. Yeah, he steps the fuck. He's up, there. Dude. The thing is, so many times in Game Four where Miami had a run, mm-hmm. and here comes Jamal Murray just fucking jogging down, gets a high ball screen, fucking. Side fadeaway three and knocks it down. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck. But deep down, I'm like, God damn, he's good. Yeah, he's that good. That guy's fucking great. He has that um, that drive to the paint, turn, turn around, step back, like yeah. money. I heard, um, I heard that his father is a huge Bruce Lee fan. And he, um, he basically put his son on Bruce Lee and taught Sick. him how to meditate. Oh, okay. So Jamal Murray knows how to control his heart rate in in usually when the game isn't on the line and like when most people are kind of stressing or yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. type of like mental chaos going That's on. Tight. He knows how to slow down his heart rate and get his body to react the same way it would in the beginning of a game. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't even notice it until right now. Yeah. But that's one thing about him, he never looks out of control. Never. Never. And in my opinion, he's the guy. Yeah. Like he, to me, if they're, if they're going to give an MVP, it's going to be Jamal Murray. Really? That's my opinion. Over Jokic. Well, and the reason why I'm saying that is because Jamal Murray has shown up in times where the Heat were coming back. Yeah. And it's always him, right? Especially game four when Jokic was on the bench. Yeah. Jamal Murray stepped up. Yeah, and that's crazy because it's like we hear in basketball time, it's like a game of runs. Yeah. And then for like one man to consistently be able to stop the run is. It's Jamal Murray. And he's the one that's feeding the ball to Jokic. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of Jamal Murray too. Yeah. So, like, man, it's not looking good for the Heat to, uh, to, tonight, y'all. But I got a couple more notes on it. They need to avoid switching, which is probably going to be impossible because they're creating defensive matchups on Jokic that are. Unequal. Void switch. Yeah. And the, it's happening away from Jokic, too, like with Aaron Gordon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I had the idea, maybe if they, they jump trap, you know, and just recover. You can recover quick. You don't have to trap for too long. Yeah. Just dump tra- uh, jump trap, you know, play the help side, get him to pick up the ball, or dump it off, and then retreat. You know what's really cool about Jokic? It's like he... He makes the right play. Like when you're watching, right? You're always thinking like, oh, that could have been more optimal yeah. had it just swung this way or just take the shot at this point. He makes the right play damn near like every time you, every, every play. Yeah. And what I noticed, he's just, it's just read and react for him at this point. Yeah. He's literally like, okay, here, I'm going to set the screen. I'm popping. They're going to pass me the ball. This defender plays up. I'm throwing the yeah. oop down low. This player stays low. I'm shooting the shot. This player helps on this side. I'm swinging it over. Like, this dude is, is looks so relaxed out there. It yeah. looks like he's not even trying. And he wants to pass the ball. Yeah. 
That's crazy. I, I don't want to score. Yeah, that's crazy. Shouts to Jokic, man. You know what I heard? I heard one of his favorite players was Tracy McGrady. Really? Yeah. No way. He said. He said. I. Uh, he liked that um, someone of that size could do so much. Yeah, so I was true. like, okay, well, it kind of makes sense now. And T Mac was in, was a beast, man. I love I love T Mac. Like he was one of my one of the guys I loved to watch back in the day. Yeah, the early two thousands and stuff. Uh, he's probably the first jersey I chose to get. Oh, was like, it versus like my parents getting me a jersey or something? But like, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get a jersey. It's T Mac or Orlando Magic joint, or yeah, did you get the, the Magic joint? Get the Magic joint. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's hard. And it, his logo was hard too, from with Adidas. Oh yeah, the, the T and then yeah. yeah and I had joint. a. I had the I had the blue joints, the All Star ones. Oh, you did? Yeah. Damn. Okay. I never thought you'd ever be a, an Adidas guy, but uh. T Mac did it for you. <laughs> T Mac did it I for love you. I love T Mac. But yeah, man. I mean, that's that's pretty much a guy. If they're in the zone, they need to jam the cutters because Denver is doing an amazing job cutting the cutting to the basket, and Jokic is able to move around, which is deadly in the zone. Um, yeah. And like I said, they maybe they need need to jump trap the the pick and roll. I'm trying to think, man, because it's just hard to outscore them. It is. Well, like you said earlier, if they pick up the pace, they move in transition. Yeah. Get buckets that way. Get them in foul trouble. Stop the clock. You know. Get physical. Get physical. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Play scrappy. You get this game, you go back home, you have momentum, then yeah. we get to the game seven, possibly. Like, I'm all for that. Every game is game seven at this point. Oh, yeah, for Every sure. Every game is game seven. And they like, to, they like to be backs against the wall. Yeah. We should do, like, a... Um, so, you, so you... Well, well, well who do you have? Before I, before I say the next thing, who do you have? For this game? For this for game five. Uh, don't flame me in the comments, but it's probably the Nuggets. But who do you have? <laughs> I'm going for the heat. Yeah, let's get the heat. I'm man. going for the heat. Bro. I'm taking the heat plus nine. Fuck it. <laughs> Actually, I might even take a put a little sprinkle on the money line. Fuck it, man. Oh, plus plus nine, easy. Yeah, plus nine, easy. The last game, I was like, I was for sure like Nuggets first half, and then I was kind of iffy on the whole game, but like Nuggets first half was my thing. So when I saw it after that, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, this game, like, I think the plus nine's fire. Yeah, plus nine is actually pretty good. Um, but who knows, man? That shit. The the Nuggets could be like, hey, we're home. Let's fucking get it. Um, I see that. But we should do like a uh, we should do like a live stream. Oh, do a live stream uh, reaction. Call the game. Oh, call the game. Oh, call the game. Like like call your, the game. like your boys. <laughs> yeah, like your boys. KG certified <laughs> and Paul Pierce, bro. Did you when you sent that? I had already seen it when you oh, sent yeah, me yeah, the video, and that shit was the funniest thing ever because I had I we, I just done. Finished the uh, interview with Goose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, he, I, I, I had him do the, um, the choose one, shoot one game. And it was between Paul Pierce or Mario Chalmers for him because oh, he's, wow. he's a Jayhawks fan. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, why these two? Yeah, he's a Jayhawks fan. But because uh, he's a fan of Paul Pierce too. But after all the like fuck shit he's been on, he yeah. hasn't been much. But then he does this shit and I thought it was so fucking funny. Like, I saw it on TikTok and some dude was like just bringing in key moments. And the funniest part to me, in my opinion, was when <laughs> the dude asked for a lighter so he could smoke oh his cigar. Oh, my God. They threw it at him, and it hits him in the chest. 
And he gets hella mad. And he's like, who did that? I'm going to fucking smack the fuck out of you. And KD's like, relax, relax. He's like, what is, what's KD saying? He's like, relax. You asked you ask for the you lighter. You asked for the lighter. Relax. And it came from this side. Like, yeah. He's just saying shit, right? Just to, He's like, oh, did it? Like, it's fucking hilarious, bro. Like, like, calm down, dude. Like, I didn't really like Paul Pierce uh, while he was playing. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I just didn't really like his game or anything like that. Or I didn't really... He didn't really have like a personality or anything, right? Yeah. But post Paul Pierce, I guess ever since he was in that uh at that one party and that he got in trouble for that got him off ESPN. Yeah, with the because he was smoking weed or some shit. Yeah, and he had yeah. all like all the girls in all back. The girls, I was yeah. like, oh, I ride with Paul Pierce. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yo. I was like, okay, you're like, guy. you're like a normal guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool, get it. So, uh, that definitely that one moment changed my whole opinion of this guy because I thought he was like, I just thought he was a little more boring. Yeah. And and uh, when he hired that girl, the the girlfriend, the hired girlfriend for the day joint. Yeah, I hired a, I hired a girlfriend for yeah. the day. <laughs> I, I kind of felt bad for her because, like, dude, what you doing, man? Like, <laughs> she knew she knew her role. She's like, I'm not gonna get in the screen. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm just gonna be right here. So yeah. She 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 was a pro. She hey, as long as the check clears, right? <laughs> the, the check cleared for yeah. sure. He's trying to kiss her and shit. She's like, dog, this yeah, ain't she's part like, of it. Oh, come on, yeah. Because I went, I went and looked it up. I was trying to see where, where like, if he said where he got him he from. Said, he did say. Oh, wait, did he? If anyone, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, KG and Paul Pierce lot, uh, they streamed on KG on their show, right? It's on, yeah. KG certified. It's pretty much him and Paul Pierce. They pretty much have like a podcast. Together. Yeah, they streamed uh, Game Four and. Paul Pierce showed up. Yeah, game three. Oh, game three. It's game three. Oh, my yeah. fault. Showed up to game three and he was lit, lit, like lit. Like didn't get lit there. He pulled up like that. Yeah, he didn't know. He thought that they were just kicking it. He didn't know it was a live stream till later on. Like all this live. Yeah, he, somebody handed him a phone to show him. Like, oh fuck, it's a live stream. KG the whole time too was just like, yo, let's talk hoops. Let's talk yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk basketball. Look, look, watch look. the game. Like, and they start talking about Gabe Vincent, and then yeah. Paul Pierce is like, he's not even on the court. Where's he at? And it's, KG's like, he's right there, number two, like right there. He's got the ball. Yeah, he's got the ball. <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy, this guy, Paul Pierce is gone. Yeah, but I looked up like the girlfriend for hire joint, right? Yeah, because he does say it. He, yeah, he does say it. So I looked it up, and uh, basically, like it's le- like it's legitimately you just hire them for the day and they they're supposed to act like your girl like they give you like a bunch of like positive reinforcement and like Dude, that sounds fire yeah there's they, they don't like engage in the whole like prostitution like yeah, it's not that it's not that it's like company it's company yeah, yeah and they yeah. just you know rub your back and tell you they love you and all that shit like they make you feel good it's so funny to me because it's paul pierce bro yeah. like, <laughs> like dog like this makes so much sense yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying like and of course he would say that shit live on it. And then he said like his contract was about to be up. Oh with, yeah, with MGM. Is, yeah, so he's <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy is so messy right now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo. But it was so funny. That shit was hilarious, man. And and uh I, like in a live stream, like I don't know what else I'm looking for. I just want I just want them I don't really need the commentary like a play by play or something. Like yeah, just, I just just that's act perfect. Like you're watching the game. Yeah, that's that perfect. Shit, that shit was perfect. <laughs> yeah. As crazy as weird as Paul Pierce is, bro, that shit was so entertaining to me. I yeah. was laughing my ass off. I want to be bro. entertained. Yeah. If I want to watch a play by play, I'll just have the game on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I got it. Yeah, like it's already up there. I wish they did kind of have the game playing, mm-hmm. but I, even if they didn't, I didn't give a fuck. 
Because yeah. that shit was way like he did. He did a good job, even though I know he wasn't even trying. Oh, I get it. You could you could just have the game on, and you just have like your phone or your laptop or whatever nearby, yeah. and then you just have KG and Paul Pierce. Exactly. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So that shit was that shit was fucking hilarious, man. Oh my god. Yeah, we need more of that shit. Like honestly, they might have to make that a whole segment, bro. I feel like I feel like KG doesn't want to do that. Nah, he right? don't. But maybe Paul Pierce could do it on his own. Somebody. Dude, this whole time, this through, throughout the, the years, it was actually, Paul Pierce was the wild boy. Yeah, he's the fucking wild boy, <laughs> He thought man. KG was actually, like, maybe a little bit difficult to have on TV. Nah. Yeah. This Pierce. guy. It's fucking Paul Pierce. <laughs> not Uncut Gems. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking this guy, Paul Pierce, bro. You know, speaking of enter- entertaining news in, in basketball, Zion Williamson is part of, like, this... Like dirty love triangle. Now it might even be a fucking square. Yeah, because like someone else is. Involved. I thought it was a triangle. That's all the that's all the hints I got from it. And then I looked at your notes. I was like, damn, this shit got another angle to it. Yeah. So like, for those who don't know, I'm pretty sure you might, or maybe just kind of like glanced over it. So Zion Williamson um, revealed with him and his his girlfriend. They had like a gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. Looked fire, by the way. Yeah, the, it, the food looked great. It looked dope, right? They looked like they were very happy. And um, this might be the first time people even thought that Zion had a girl. Yeah. And when I looked into it, her name's Akima. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually a, a content creator. Okay. Yeah. And um, when I looked into it, they I think they started dating in February. Of this year. Yeah, because she just started posting him in March. And people were, like, trying to backtrack, like, uh, when they, like, they try to start dating. Line, like, their whole relationship. Yeah. Okay. And she showed up to, like, some Pelicans joint. Uh, in February, mm-hmm. and sh- she's due in November. So I'm thinking like Zion probably hit like in February, smashed the first night raw. <laughs> I don't know. Just yeah, guessing, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Okay, like from the field, he's one for one. One for one from the field. Yeah, and um, so 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 they had a gender reveal party, and then all and a couple of girls came out the woodworks. First, it was this porn star named Mariah Mills. Okay. She was going off on Twitter. Basically on some like jealousy shit, it seemed like. She was being messy too. Yeah, but she was trying to make it seem like she wasn't jealous. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like, Y'all, you was you was uh you was fucking with me and like last you was week. Hitting, yeah, last week you were talking about moving me to New Orleans and yeah. uh you was hitting it raw and all this and you were telling me you wanted a baby, like all this shit, right? And Wait, then is it confirmed that he was he's ever been with her though? Like did people find out that uh like that was confirmed. Well, I think she had screenshots of like text messages oh, okay. between him and and her. Okay. And I think I seen a picture of him like like sleep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm you know, sure that violates the NDA, but right. But you know, like that's like that's like what what like IG hoes do. Yeah. For the clock, I said the receipt. Right. When they fall asleep, they do the selfie with yeah. the guy in the send back. It, right? Send it to the girlies. Like yeah. Like look. Told y'all. <laughs> yeah. Told y'all. <laughs> So Mariah Mills was on some told y'all shit. And then another girl recently, uh, Yamile Taylor, she's a luxury living consultant, quote unquote. She was coming out the woodworks talking about basically the same thing that Mariah was saying. But she had money on her own. So she's like, I make my own money. I don't need it. But she was still barking at it. Is it on Twitter also? I believe so. Either Twitter or IG. But I think it was Twitter because I think they were going back and forth. But anyway... The scandal is the scandal, but I just, obviously Zion is like new to the fucking league, right? He's only played in three seasons. 
He's approaching his fourth, I believe. He How got drafted games? in 2019. Number one overall draft pick. He was an, uh, an amazing high school ball player. He played for Duke for one season. He did really good uh, with the Blue Devils. First season, he only played 24 games, got a knee injury. Crazy. Second season, he completely missed the season with a foot injury. And this past season, he only had 29 games because of a hamstring injury. So he's only played 53 games in three seasons, right? Nuts. Uh, his rookie five-year contract, uh, rookie max contract comes out, starts next season, and it's for like $194.5 million. It's guaranteed. So just around under $40 million a year. It has a weight clause. Because he has to stay in shape because my man just, you know. Yeah, you know, we got like all the science nowadays. And it's like they've been proven that, you know, if you just stayed underweight, you wouldn't have to go through all these injuries. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> exactly. So it makes sense, right? Uh, but the guaranteed money can be reduced if he doesn't hit the hit the weight. Okay. Uh, and it's like between the weight and the body fat percentage, it, can't, it has to be under 295. Um. But he can make up to $231 million in this, with this contract if he makes the All-NBA team. But with that being said, when you have these opportunities come up to you, you're one of the best players. Uh, obviously, girls are going to be throwing themselves on you, right? Like, it's, they know oh, yeah. what you're made about. Like, all this stuff is pu- public information. Um, but my question is, like, when you're someone like Zion, can you be promiscuous with that type of status? Is there a way to like to 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 kind of be under the sheets? No nice. pun intended. You know what I'm saying? Nice, dude. There's been so many people with uh, that have come out into the league just as famous, just as talented. Not maybe you know talented is a is a whatever that's up for debate. But yeah, with a lot of women being thrown at them, and they've been able to keep it private. Right. With so many examples out there to live by and a lot of OGs to probably show you the way, it you could you could have done without a lot of this. And yeah. I can see why people have consistently said like there's a lot of distractions of just keeping them from the game. Right. Just play, bro. Exactly. And it's it's crazy because if he was if he was playing, I think if he was like hitting at least eighty percent of the games in a season Pelicans are are uh, a force to be reckoned with during the playoffs. Um, they're pretty much living up to the hype of Zion Williamson when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. This probably wouldn't be as crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but, fact that he's not performing, which is crazy to say. Nice. No pun intended. He's not performing. He's one for one. Yeah. It's like, yo, you got to be more focused on basketball, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say like, yo, because... Being being like a uh, someone who was around hoops and basketball, this is high school behavior. We got to remember Zion's only twenty two years old. Yeah, like he's he like, come on, how many twenty two year olds do you know that were just out there fucking around? A lot, right? Yeah, like I know plenty of most guys. Of yeah, most of them that were doing the same shit he's doing. But when you when you're making this type of money, when you have a lot of eyes on you like this, especially when you're not playing, you're always hurt. You're just kind of like chilling on the sideline with a wild Louis Vuitton stitched leather jacket. <laughs> Bro, if you're going to be promiscuous, communicate with the girls you're being promiscuous with so they're not out here throwing your name under the water. Uh, maybe find a group of friends, bro, that'll like not be yes men. Mm-hmm. and give you some sound advice because I think he's out here hitting it raw on all these girls. He obviously got this one girl pregnant. I think they just started dating this year. Yeah. So, like, 
Yeah, I know you got money and it's probably a little easier, but yo, it's just, in my opinion, it's not a good look, especially when you're not performing well on the court. Yeah. Your off the court antics are. It's just extra criticism. Yeah. You, had you been playing, this would have been whatever. Yeah, you could have just been like, I don't know who that is. And then we would just be like, nah, he's the fucking greatest basketball player. Who cares? Like, oh, he got, he got what, Brent? Okay, cool. He's yeah. going to play next year. It don't matter. That's all we, that's all we really care about. Yeah, he but needs to win. There's no other noise, so like that's loud. Yeah, this is the loudest shit. So like, if you're going to be, Zion, Zion, if you're going to be this, if you're listening to me right now, which I know you probably aren't, but if you are listening to this, bro, you need to like, you need to clean it up a little better. And I'm not trying to take, and the thing is, I'm not kink shaming it. This is how you get down. Right. If you like to mess around or you like to be promiscuous, if you like to have multiple girlfriends, I'm not hanging on that. Okay. But like communicate with them or something. Yeah. Because like they're out here just throwing your name through the mud. Crazy. Bro, through the mud. And and Twitter is having a blast. Like I had I had a blast listen what like reading some of the comments. Yeah, that shit's funny. Yeah. And and I think he just started a foundation too. So it's like for kids. So it's like crazy, bro. It's like and this is the image that's getting thrown around. When you're in the NBA, you kind of have to be a cleaner person image-wise. Why don't people just get, like, when you're living that type of lifestyle and you're you're this high profile, why don't, as a man, you just get snipped up? If if, if you don't want kids, hell yeah, man. You could just be out there doing the do. But then, like, the, the, the dangers come with that. Like, STDs get passed around and, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Got it. You know, people get hurt. You could pass it to other women, and you know, and, that, and that's fucked up. You know, you still get snipped if you're not planning on having children. True, true. Right. If you're not planning, but I, to him, it looks like he don't give a fuck. Like this is what I it mean, is. He well on his T-shirt, it said, "Did you see it?" Yeah, he said, "I'm here just so I won't get yelled at or some shit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you know, classic like Marshawn Lynch type line, but. Maybe he, I don't know. It looked like he had he was having a good time. Yeah, it looked like he was, man. So. I mean, hey, I'm not hating on Zion Williamson. I just think that your play off the court needs to match the play on the court. And if your injuries are due to you being overweight, you need to start taking it more serious and get in the gym. Mm-hmm. And, uh, bro, you're about to get $200 million, bro. Like, remember, all this shit can just be gone. Yeah. You know, which we can segue to the next thing is John Morant. They both um, need OGs. Yeah, they need OGs. And I feel like Job really doesn't have... Like he has yes men around him. He doesn't really doesn't have a mentor. Mm-hmm. None of this shit, man. Like uh, after the finals, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, has said that they're going to come up with the decision on his consequences or his discipline for how he's been acting. Waiting to announce it after the finals is crazy. Yeah, which means that, to me, it's it's it sounds like it's going to be serious. My homie thinks he'll get twenty five game suspension. I think that's too light, and I'm gonna get into it in a little bit here but i just want to read off the timeline of shit since like last year all right go ahead because this shit's uh this shit's kind of funny to me so he's threatened to mall, threatened mall security with like nine of his guys uh for disrespecting his mom so he pulled up trying to threaten mall security he punched a 17 year old kid at a pickup game mind you this is when he's in the nba already uh <laughs> allegedly he shined a laser sight from a gun at Pacers staff in the loading dock. <laughs> that red dot. Then uh, he was waving a gun in the nightclub. That got him eight games suspension. And then he was removed from team activities for waving another firearm on social media. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't learn. And now his homies are claiming it's a toy gun. Bro. This shit sounds like a fucking a kid. These, these are fucking kids, bro. 
Dude, is anyone believing that's a toy gun? I think that makes it worse. Yeah, like, bro, what is you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a toy gun. Why even why even pretend like you got you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 and it makes sense because like you got all these old because he's been well, he's claiming he's crip right or some shit like that. Is he? Is he? That's what he's claiming. Okay. And so all these OG crips are like hopping on podcasts and saying like, yo, you know, if he he ain't really about it or we ain't, we don't know him for being in the streets. I think even um somebody on ESPN was calling him out for that shit. Uh, and, Keyshawn Johnson. Oh wow. Yeah, because he grew up in the hood. He grew up around crips in a crip neighborhood, and he knows that this ain't behavior from someone that's really out there in the streets banging. They they don't show their shit. Yeah, like yeah. they're a little bit more serious about this. Yeah, shit. <laughs> a little more serious. So I think when I was reading through the timeline, I just thought it was fucking hilarious because this kid, this dude, sounds like a kid, and they are kids. I got to keep reminding myself, Zion's twenty two. They're both twenty two. Yeah, they're both twenty two. Okay, they're super young, and um, like they need better people around them. Yeah, but when Straight you, up. the thing is, the problem is now with how the youth is coming up in sports. Uh, and a lot of them too with the coaches that they're with in these with these AAU clubs. These coaches are just clout chasing. They're trying to they're trying to get the the best high school kids on their team, and you know sell them coach. They're, all they're doing is throwing them out there five on five. But there's not really any mentorship yeah, like yeah, there yeah. used to be. You know, the, in college when you used to play back in the day, you were you were with your coach for at least two years, three years before you got drafted. And you built a, a nice relationship with your coach, like Michael Jordan and Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you have these relationships with your coaches, and they're almost like fathers to you, right? But it's like it's like these kids aren't aren't brought up that way. Yeah, they're brought up in in the in the limelight. They're trying to they're trying to like flex. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't have these adults around them. They got all these people that are just yes men around them, so they can get the check at the end of the day. To hang out with their homies, and it's it's not showing good for them, bro. Yeah, like you said, it was like it's like mentorship. There's no one to lead them from, uh, pretty much from being boys to men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Facts though, and, and and it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit discerning to see this because they're such talented ball players. Like, I liked John Moran when he was in college. Mm-hmm. And when he came to the league, he was turning out to be one of my favorite players. Uh, one of the newer guys, right? Like him, Anthony Edwards. And seeing this shit, it just completely switched my mind state on him. Like, bro, this dude, this dude's a fuckboy. Yeah. But Nike still signed him. Or yeah. still, he's still on the roster. He's still on the roster. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, he's acting like a fuckboy. I'm not going to say he is because I don't know. I don't know who he yeah, is, right? Right, right, right? I really don't know who he is. But you got to have better people around you. So going back to the, the 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 decision here, what are your thoughts on what it might be? So I I heard the number lately floating around like thirty. Okay. Like it, like everyone's asking me like is it over under thirty? And just based on them trying to wait it out after the finals to announce it, as well as trying to make an example out of all this, it's probably going to be more. Yeah. Like they gave Gilbert. Uh, Gil Zero, they gave him what a season. Yeah. So, I mean, that was in a lot closer terms. That was to the that was to the locker room, and that was after a fight with somebody. So, it's a different situation, of course. Yeah, that was but more of a threat. Probably more than thirty. I I think they should give him one. They should they should go more than thirty. But I like to bring up OJ Mayo in this. All right, because OJ Mayo was banned from the NBA for two seasons. 
for uh, pretty much drug abuse. Um, Wasn't it, he just smoking? So what, what, it was so long I had to look it up. And from what I understand, it was a, a culmination of things. The first time that he got um, pretty much disciplined was for PEDs. Hell yeah, dude. And then um, he dressed, he, he, uh, they drug tested him like later on and they found more than PEDs in his system. They found actual drugs. So uh, they didn't state exactly what it was. Like, uh, I think marijuana was part of it, but okay. they also stated that uh, he'd failed the drug test, which included like methamphetamines Got and it. like pretty much pills. So he was actually addicted to like painkillers. Oh, okay. I, yeah. thought was, I thought we were going to be able to call him like OJ Yayo for a second. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I mean, who knows? It could have been that too because that was part of the list. Mm -hmm. They just listed everything and, and they don't. They didn't tell you what the drug was. They just listed it. Mm -hmm. So, but he got two, he was banned from the league for two years. He had to get reinstated. He didn't even get reinstated after that. Yeah, he didn't come back. That was it. He ended up playing like overseas or some shit and, and that's the end of it. Probably what, like one of the youngest people to be on Slam or something. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, he was like in middle school, yeah, damn near, yeah, and he went to USC. Uh, he killed in high school. He had he has a, the most records because he played in high school the longest because he started when he was in like fifth grade. Yeah, and uh, I had the chance to watch OJ Mayo play in high school actually, and he's a he was a monster. That shit was too easy for him. Yeah, wait, real quick, how common is it? Like, and how often have you seen it? But how common is it that people? in high school will purposely fail or get held, held back to better their odds, like on like, um, scouting. Uh, it was, it was pretty common for a little bit. Um, a lot of times parents will see that their kid hasn't developed mm -hmm. like they want their kids to develop as other kids. So they'll hold them back a year or like uh, famously here's like Shabazz Muhammad. Yeah. And it happens a lot more than just Shabazz. Like I see right, it all right. the time. And Dang. usually after the eighth grade season, they'll hide out and not, they'll play club ball for another year and then go in their freshman year. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Shout out to Goose. That explains a lot about Perry Ellis and why he was like 30. Like, yeah. Playing for Kansas. <laughs> yeah. For Kansas. Right. <laughs> and, um, it happens a lot. And, and this is why I got to bring up my, my guy, DJ Thomas. He actually, he, he's a ball player from out. He played at Liberty High School. Uh, in my, he, you know, was a very good player. I've been watching him play since he was in sixth grade. And I always thought he was going to, he's like league material, even as a youngster, uh, because of his work ethic. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a kid that will stay in the, you know, stay in the gym and he's locked in for his grades and all that. The reason I'm bringing him up is because a lot of people thought he was like a holdback. He was, his skills were amazing. But he is actually, he was a true freshman coming into high school. Mm -hmm. And he's reclassifying to graduate early. Hell yeah. Yeah, so he's, when he should be a high school senior, he's going to be the starting point guard for UNLV as a senior I in high school. That's better because you get the experience longer. Yeah, and he's right? ready He's ready for it. And he's yeah. like, why am I going to wait? Like, put me, in, put me in right now. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and let all, I'm also a witness. Like, there's no way this guy was held back because. This guy was very small. Yeah, he's in small eighth grade. Kid. Yeah, yeah, and size wasn't a thing for him because he was he found a way to to play at the hoop. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, shit, I can't remember how, where we're gonna spring that around. <laughs> but anyway, I think Ja, man, they should make an example out of him mm -hmm. because if if this keeps going, it's just you know they're just gonna allow more of this type of shit to happen in the league. 
in, in across sports too. Yeah, if they let this shit slide, like with with a, with a minimal type of uh, right, discipline. like it's not that serious. He didn't threaten nobody. No one was in danger. It wasn't violent or anything. Besides, yeah. you know, punching the underage kid. But yeah, they, that's why they do have to set an example. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, well, it just keeps it keeps leading up. And Adam Silver did say that they're going to look at his past um, disciplines and the past things that he's done to see what they're going to do with this one. Yeah, bro. If you already get in trouble once and then you hop on all the news networks and you're saying like, no, nah, I've changed. I went to rehab for this. Yeah. And then like it happens again, like that fast, that early. And which, and it looks like it's not, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, you don't feel bad about it. Then. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, how much is he making? 200. He's up there. I don't know the exact number, but he's up there. Because he's making a lot from Nike alone. Because if you're making, like, how like if you miss thirty games, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. That's a third. It's almost a third of the league of the season. It's more than a third of the season. So if you're going to bring home forty million in a season and you miss a third of that, after taxes, you're looking at like nine million dollars for that year. And to look at it from his point of view, real quick, you getting paid that much? You're that young. Are you really even going to notice the money gone like that? Probably not, because he, he had to it on spend the, that much. He had it on the floor in the strip club. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was on the floor, so I don't think he really gives a fuck that much, man. <laughs> but that, it, it, it goes back to the thing, man. He need mentors, man. Yeah, he need mentors. He need mentors. And I just don't think kids are playing long enough at the youth level uh, with, with specific coaches to have those mentors, man. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, hopefully Zion and Ja, they come out of this uh, a lot better than they have going into these scandals and shit, Uh, because I would like to see them win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. For both of them. So, speaking of winning, we might have a chance here, Jay. Let's move to the NHL, bro. VGK. Go Go Knights Knights Go. Go. We're playing for our second NHL Finals. Our first Stanley Cup, Game 5, is on Tuesday. Here. Here in Vegas. It's, like, perfect. And um, we look good on the ice, bro. Yeah. You've been watching the games? Yeah. I've bro. been seeing the, the highlights when I, couldn't, when I couldn't watch the whole thing, but yeah. yeah. Like, I want to say maybe about 70, 65 to 70% of the game, we're, we're looking good. Like, we got the puck. We got the puck. We're, we're looking good. The other Hell 30%. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes like it's just the the I gotta give credit to the Panthers because they're they're out there fighting literally. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there fighting for this shit, and um, they've they've gotten close plenty of times. This easily could be a two two, mm-hmm. easily could be two two, and um, I just can't wait. Uh, I just got into hockey like six years ago when they fir- when we first got the team, but I'm so hyped to like be a fan of the Golden Knights and sit down and watch hockey because I never did that besides watching the, Mi- the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I never lived in a city that had like the, uh, like their own team or whichever. Yeah. So it's like slowly throughout these six years you see like Knights themed everything, everything as you drive through the strip. Yeah. It's fire. Even just in the city, all the yeah, billboards, the mm-hmm. like all, all the billboards, all the, all the corporations, all the local businesses that the Knights sponsor – it's like nights everywhere. Yeah, they're claiming them. Yeah, and it's so fucking dope, and I can't wait. I wanted to go watch the game at T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't afford to get it. It's like 600 bucks a ticket, but I'm talking about like just outside. 600 at the Bleeds? At the Bleeds. 
Fuck. But uh, I got to keep the the tradition going. I've been going to Chris's house every every game during yeah, playoffs. You've been saying that that's the new uh, that's the new uh, juju right now. Yeah, that's the juju. I just got to keep going. So uh, I'll be there. But I'm I might honestly, if we win, I think I might go out that night. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I might have to go out. It's gonna be crazy that night. Yeah, might we, have to have. The parade that night. We <laughs> had to just, yeah, just fucking <laughs> shut the street down. Get these dudes on a fucking, like, a, the bus on top of the bus, like a Lil Wayne video. Yeah. And just just have them drive through the street, bro, because that shit is, that, I can't wait, man. Like, we need to win game five, though, because if we don't win game five, we could we could push it to a game seven. Fuck, man. Could, I, just, I just didn't think the Panthers were that good. Like, it felt like we already faced the hardest teams coming up to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and we beat the the team that's supposed to win the whole thing. So, um, we've already beat the hardest team, in right. my opinion. So, so it, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like when you get up and it's like human nature. You let up, you let up, and you yeah. take your foot off the gas a little bit. So, yeah. hopefully, we can close it out. Yeah. Are you uh, Are you free on Tuesday night? Or? I have to check with my I have to check with my handler. You check with your handler, yeah. Check yeah. with your handler, cause if not, bro, we gotta pull up, cause it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit, man. Dude, it's gonna be crazy right outside T-Mobile. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be crazy. Oh man, I wish I was there. They watch. They watch it outside on the big screen. Right? Yeah, they watch it. And I wanted to do that, but yeah, you can't break tra- the tradition. You can't break the you, tradition. Good, cause how many you've been watching it for the whole? You've been watching it Chris House for the whole finals. Yeah, and I'm wearing the jersey that day. Like I haven't been. I wanted to wear my jersey that day, but I haven't been wearing it at all. So I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. Fuck it. I'm a. We're always about this juju shit, man. I don't like it, man. Cause most of the time, I I don't know what it is for. Like for basketball, I don't. I don't have like no like rituals or whatever. But when yeah. it comes to, I guess like hockey now, but with football specifically, I'm yeah. like I can't wear these draws. Uh, can't wear the jersey, the jacket only on certain games. Like it. It's yeah. like a whole thing. It's a system. I feel you. I feel you, and I respect it. <laughs> I respect it, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna suit up and get ready for this this Stanley Cup. Yeah, you win. might have to put pads on. Yeah, I might have to. I actually looked into the Stanley Cup. I wanted to research it because it's a very unique trophy. Right. It's the only trophy in major sports that uh, gets passed around. It's never remade every year. Whole ass trophy. Yeah, whole ass trophy getting passed around every year. There's there's like five rings or bands they call them. Mm-hmm. And on the bands for the winner, they always put the team name, the year they won, notable players, um, notable staff, coaches, all that, right? Damn, they fit it? And they fit it on there. But usually each band is about 13 seasons, so they can fit 13 winners. When they fill it up, all five bands, they take off the top one, they put it in the NHL Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and they add a new clear band to the bottom. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And so like if you win, if you're the first winner for the new band, you're on their minimum 65 seasons. Damn. So but it's going to be dope seeing Vegas Golden Knights 2022-2023 Stanley Cup champions. Wait, are you explaining all that? Because we're going to be the first one? Or... I don't think we're going to be the first oh, okay, one. Okay, I was going to say. But we're, uh, I was just kind of explaining how it works. But I just think it's super dope because it, it, it has it brings it more feeling than just putting a banner up or getting a a, a trophy made every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this shit actually means like like this been around since the eight late eighteen hundreds, bro. Yeah, there's like more tradition to it. I fuck yeah. with that. Yeah, like Hella Lips been on the fucking the rim, bro. Hella Lips been on the rim. Yeah, drinking out that all, bitch. All types of alcohol. All types of alcohol. So 
So I can't wait. That'll be on Tuesday. Um, All right. Let's say, okay, I don't like doing this because it's like getting too ahead of ourselves. But yeah. if it's on Tuesday, right? And, you know, God willing, nights win, blah, 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 blah. When is the parade? I don't know. So Mikey hit me up. He's working the parade. He's got the info. Yeah, he's working the parade. He said, uh, I got, I'm going to have a good spot for y'all. So uh, he's law enforcement. So we're FBI good. open up. FBI open up. Uh, put us in. So he, we're going to have a spot for the parade. It starts on the strip. And it's going to end downtown. Oh, sick. I asked him when it was. They said they ain't got the date yet, which is smart. I'm glad the city didn't put a date on it. Well, for sure. That's how you jinx. But I'm assuming that shit going, if we win Tuesday, she's probably going to be on Saturday. Okay, copy. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that makes me? a lot of sense. You feel me, dog? It's <laughs> Vegas, welcome. <laughs> Vegas, welcome. But yeah, man, um, I can't wait. Jay, before we head out, man, you got anything, any, any announcements? If Messi comes to Miami, we have to go see the president. Yeah, we do. And especially because I like their jerseys, bro. Miami FC. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, and I like the, uh, their, their, I met their marketing director uh, out in Miami when I was out there for a conference one time. And he's a genius. He's a fucking genius. So, uh, yeah, let's go to a game. Yeah. Let's fucking fly to Miami. Yeah. Y'all didn't get to go, so let's, I'm down to go again. Yeah. Uh, who, they still might be the worst team in the MLS because they spent all their money on this guy. But I guess that's the, that's the draw you get. You just you yeah. have one man, and he then becomes president and mayor of the whole state. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Let's get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Messi. That's all I got. Um, August 26th, uh, Family Mart Podcast. We have our first event. Uh, downtown Vegas at Triple B's. Woo -woo. Get tickets at FamilyMartPod.com. Um, join us every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Family Mart Podcast. And uh, stay tuned, man. We got I got more guests coming in. Um, our next guest is uh, another one of my boys that I know. And uh, he is uh, an avid sports gambler, and he's a big sports fan. Yes, sir. Uh, so we'll have him on, on the show. So... Just, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for all the people that tuned into the first episode. Um, we did pretty good, man, for not having any, nothing. We no, started we from zero, yeah. Hell yeah. So we did pretty good. And uh, we'll keep giving you guys our insight on some sports news, uh, whether it's fuck shit or it's serious. So hope you guys enjoy. We love y'all. See you guys again. Peace. Peace.